Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Are you troubled by stale podcasts in the middle of the night? Do you love films that feature the busting of spooks, specters, or ghosts? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Ghostbusters Resurrection is an RPG audio drama combining tabletop gaming and cinematic paranormal elimination adventures. Call the professionals at nerdyshow.com slash ghostbusters. We are ready to believe you. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 119, and today we are talking about some very special things that are happening in our anime industry. Woo! So I am Woo. a stupid, awesome analyst, Jonathan. With me is the hard man, the hard binge, Andrew. Hi! And we have King Baby Duck Evan of the Boston Bachelor Brigade slash Wicked Anime. Hello, everybody. Hello! Okay, so this episode is going to be a little weird because we were forced into unforeseeable, foreseeable circumstances... Where yeah. we couldn't record last weekend, so we're recording a weekend early or a weekend late, and we need to. Although it kind of benefited for us this time around, considering some of the news that happened, we we did actually because yeah. we're going to be focusing majorly. We're going to talk about this huge deal that went down with Sony this week of our recording, uh, Sony and Funimation. That is seeing that um, Sony is now pretty much the owner of Funimation. Um, so Just about, yeah, we, we are, gonna, we're going to get, we into all have those. some feelings on that. Yeah. We're going to get into the details of that later on. Uh, but first we have to ring the news bell. Thank you. News bell. Yeah. News bell. Chime. And whistle coon. Yes. Whistle coon. <laughs> whistle coon. I ship them. <laughs> news Bell Chan and Slide. I don't know if News Bell Chan is actually interested in Slide Whistle Coon. Oh, that's just, sad. That's just like a shipping. That's, that's just fan shipping. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's okay, because in the end... Wicked anime fan art everywhere! That's my OTP! Yes. <laughs> we need wicked anime fan art of Slide Whistle Coon and News Bell-chan. So, I don't really have any Japanese news, per se, just yet, but we have... Uh, what, what just happened? Comic-Con! We, met, we, we missed Comic-Con. So we have, we have some Into the West that we need to, re- that we need to review. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> There's two specific Comic-Con things. Comic-Con came and went this year. Yeah, I know, right? It's almost yeah, like... It's kind of uneventful, to be honest with you. Like, nothing really stuck out for me. It seems that way, except for the... F- we stayed up uh, a little bit later because the um, Stranger Things 2 trailer went live. That's right, yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. We had to, we had to watch that for a minute. 
Um, but also we got uh, a really unappealing, unenthusiastic trailer for Pacific Rim 2. Oh my gosh. Guys, I mean, okay, so we've we've discussed this over on actual Nerdy Show, the Nerdy Show side of things, where we were all, we're all very nervous about Pacific Rim 2, because there's no Guillermo del Toro, and there's no Travis Beecham. Yeah, that's a big From problem. the first one. And you know, the first uh, one was really fun, and to, to me, after a little while, it kind of lost its charm, and I think that was mostly Charlie Hunnan's fault. Um, but say a line and turn. Say a line and turn. Shake your, shake your head, say it sincerely. Shake your head, say it sincerely. Um, but it was a cool concept and a fun movie to watch. Uh, there were only two major fight scenes, so I think a lot of people were like, oh, I wish there were more robot fight scenes in the movie. Yeah, but the kaiju got hit in the face with a boat. Yeah. <laughs> and so... Uh, Pacific Rim 2 has none of the creative development that was on Pacific Rim 1. And it looks to me like they're just going along with, Oh my gosh, guys, giant robots! Ah! World's more giant robots! And that wasn't really the point. And Travis Beecham, when we had an interview with him over on Nerdy Show, made was very specific about the developing world's around the characters that he made and how the movie didn't necessarily have to be about the same cast of characters. Now, where's not. Yeah, well, but the thing is it's still the same continuing cast of characters where sure it's not Charlie Hunnan, sure sure it's not Mako, sure it's not all those other guys. <laughs> Idris Elba. But it's but it's <laughs> Idris Elba's son. Yeah. Who's the main character? John Boyega. Yeah, John Boyega. And I'm just like, eh? Like, okay, I guess so. But there's so much more they can do with the world not necessarily following the same cast of characters and storyline. Mm-hmm. Especially because the first movie kind of ended the whole, the story. Yeah. So, I was so really... So what you're saying is it's making it sound like it's going to be, like, a direct-to-video quality level of storytelling. I really hope it doesn't I hope go that not. far. Yeah, <laughs> um, now... Did you know John Boyega is younger than us? Is he? Yeah, I, I he's, tw- yep. he's 25. He was born in 1992. Ugh. <laughs> um, one of, yeah, one of my major concerns about Pacific Rim is that they're just going to make it more fan service because it's not the original people making it. So they're just going to be a bunch of people being like, well, I guess we got to make it how people want it to be. And, yeah. I, and I don't want that. You know... Dancing um, robots. Dancing robots. <laughs> That, and, you know, that actually has a lot to do with what probably what we're going to talk about with Sony today. Yeah, and uh, I, I also want to mention that where I was absolutely terrified after watching the trailer uh, for Pacific Rim 2 that I thought they were going to be doing a prequel. Mm-hmm. Like, and this guy was meant to be Idris Elba, but as a young person. No, you see, a prequel would have been great because... No, I yeah. disagree. I think No, no. Um, the comic book that Travis Beecham wrote, yeah. um, Pacific Rim Year One, was incredible. Well, it made me yeah. cry. I'm I'm sure it was really good, but a part of me didn't. It made me cry. <laughs> see, a part of me didn't want to see a movie with the same characters. Right. You know, like I didn't want to see the first movie who had Idris Elba's character in it, mm-hmm. and then see a second movie that was all about Idris Elba as a young person. Right. 
or Idris Elba as a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) I I like that. (laughs) Although, no, listen, I bet you that is going to happen. I can bet you anything that Idris Elba's son is going to find him in the drift and he's going to give him some words of encouragement to help beat a kaiju and or whatever or dance battle, whatever is going to happen in this movie. I don't know, man. It was also really weird that they didn't show any kaiju in the trailer. Mm -hmm. So what are the giant robots fighting? Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's true too. And the giant robots all look—they're like fighting sh- their inner demons, man. <laughs> and all the uh, robots looked like shiny new cars, like they were like. Well, that's okay. So that's the style of this commercial. It looked like a car commercial. Yeah. That and that was the whole idea of it. Was it propaganda to for people to join an army, or was it for people to consume? It also it also looked like the robots were now developed to be individually piloted again. Yeah, because uh, John Boyega's character was. Uh, the only guy in the trailer. He didn't have a drift partner. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll have to see. Well, there is, like, a website that makes it sound like you were trying to recruit to be a part of the whole Pacific Rim project. So, it could be more of a recruitment aspect. Would you like to know more? Yeah. (laughs) Are they going to be fighting giant insects now? Ooh. Terraformers meets... Pacific Rim. Season one of Terraformers, specifically. I was thinking Starship Troopers. Oh. Although, if we do, if it does go in this direction, we're looking more at season two of uh, Terraformers here, Evan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, yeah. There was something more exciting, though, that, uh, at least that I was more thrilled about, that came out of Comic-Con. Which was? The reboot of Rocko's Modern Life. <laughs> yeah. And, yes. And it's, not even, it's not even a reboot of Rocko's Modern Life, it's just, like, another episode that's gonna be coming out. Well, it's a yeah. full movie, right? Yeah, it's a full-length film. Is yeah. it? My understanding was that it was just a new episode. I don't know. Uh, I don't, I think From what I know, it's supposed to be like a full-length motion picture that picks up 20 years after the fact. Rocco, Heffer, and Filbert have been dropped off by aliens because they somehow got kidnapped <laughs> in the 90s and they're now brought back to 2016 or 2017 and now can't handle this new version of modern life. <laughs> That's incredible. It, it really is because... Oh, crap. Are they going to be the aliens that Heifer uh, created the crop circle to on the golf course? <laughs> Who keeps writing this stuff? <laughs> um, yeah, and we're really seeing that a lot now. It seems like, because there's talk about bringing Invader Zim back. There's talk about mm-hmm. bringing Rocco's Marin Life back. There's a Hey Arnold full motion picture coming out that's going to complete the series. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. Like, all this stuff is going on, and... It's really kind of an, a nostalgia attack on all the kids who grew up on this stuff. Which doesn't make any sense because it's going to be on TV for the kid, new kids of this generation. And they're not going to understand Rocco's Modern Life. They're not going to understand Hey Arnold. Like, what's up? And the fact that they're not going to understand Rocco's Modern Life to me is actually kind of hilarious. Yes. Um, but it's also kind of bad because that might mean it not do so well. But... At this point, the parents of those children are the ones who watch Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah, exactly. And that's where it's going to be, like, the big fan base is going to be coming back to. And who knows? This could probably move on. It could it could lead to more episodes in the near future. But like you said, if it's not successful, it could just be this one-off thing. Right. I wonder if it's still going to be super filthy, like the way that old Rocco's Oh, Modern it's already, Life dude, you already saw it. He's I know. got a wiener taco. <laughs> Well, I know. It, a wiener taco. I know. It, <laughs> Ew. It's, um, well, <laughs> I mean, like, 
He just had, like, such crude humor, like, really, really big man's nipples of the future. It was, like, nipples <laughs> yeah. shot into people's eyes, and right. just, ah, uh, just... Heifer being milked by the utter machine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There... And then, like, all the cut gay jokes, like, that. Like, there were so many gay jokes in, in Rocco's Modern Life of of the time. It was just like, oh, man. <laughs> that would not fly today. No, no and, like, that's, they didn't even fly back then. That's what made it so hilarious. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was so, you know, Mr. Murray, he just, yeah, he Joe, Murray. Such, Joe Murray, Joe Murray, yeah, such a good job with all <laughs> no. those things. What do you guys think of Camp Laszlo? Because I know it wasn't as filthy as Rocco, but I thought it was still enjoyable. I enjoyed, it was okay. I enjoyed Camp Laszlo. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I didn't watch it the way I watched Rocco's Modern Life. I mean, we have, same here. I mean, we have that, we have the complete DVD set of Rocco's Modern Life here at our house. I actually gave it to Jonathan for his birthday one year. And, uh, Camp Laszlo was more of like, a, oh, hey, Camp Laszlo's on, let's watch it. Yeah. And yeah, that was basically how I felt. It was survivable. It was never like those times where we'd wake up on Saturday morning and we want to watch Edda and Nettie, but we had to sit through an entire episode of Scooby-Doo first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, not to say that Scooby-Doo's bad, but, I mean, Scooby-Doo's not great. When you're, well, when you're a little kid. When you're a little kid, you're done with Hanna-Barbera. You. Yeah. Except for SWAT Cats. Yeah, but... Oh my gosh. But... I have all the SWAT cats on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> I have all my cats on DVD. I have SWAT cats, I have Thundercats. You just dropped the biggest furry line of 2017 right there. Dude, kids of the... We talk about this in the waifu panel. Yeah. The kids of the 90s, were, uh, it's surprising that we're not all furries. Because, I mean, you have Ninja Turtles, Biker Mice from Mars, Street Sharks, uh, Thundercats... Uh, SWAT cats. Yeah. Uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon Sonic with the Hedgehog, Sally yes, Acorn, yeah, who's Sonic like the, the furriest of all furriest female <laughs> characters. And one of Cap's waifus. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're good. Yeah. <laughs> we, so, yes. so those of us who aren't furries, we should be really surprised. <laughs> and that was Into the West! That was a really good one. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'm going to post, uh, put all those trailers into the description so that people can see them if they didn't catch up on comic-con at all yeah uh those were our important things well there's been a lot of like announcements of some of our favorite anime coming back you know we have konosuba getting a new anime announcement dagashi kashi getting an anime announcement did you guys watch uh, season three yet of voltron no no we haven't even finished season two ah yeah we're like uh, halfway through season two okay i didn't know season three was out yeah i, I had no idea just came out a couple days ago. I marathoned through it. Oh, jeez. Was it? It was... Hey, it's only seven episodes. Okay. It, uh, is it better than season two? Because season two is a little lackluster right yes, now. Yes. Yeah. It is a lot better. Okay. Way more character development in the third season. Okay. Awesome. That's, yeah, that's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Season two is a little bit slower than season one. Season one was... It is. Season one was absolutely on point, where season two seems to be kind of doing like an episode to episode, like we don't really have a focus thing going on. Right, so. but they kind of t- well. You'll see what happens at the end of season two, like how that's going to leak over to season three. Yeah, uh, yeah. But um, I think we're going to move on from one special thing right into the other because it's finally time for Japan's finish of the week. <laughs> this finish of the week comes from Gerardo. Uh, Gerardo found a story on a website, none other than Rocket News, or Story <laughs> News as it's called, now. What happened was, there's a new karage flavor, which if you don't know what karage is, it's a 
Japanese fried chicken, and it's very delicious. It's okay. I'm not a fan of karage. Oh, well. Okay. Uh, but maybe I'll like this one. So there's there's a whole bunch of different seasonings and sauces that you can put on karage, because it's more of a snack type thing. You don't buy it as a meal. Yeah. You buy it, and you get it in a cup, and you just... Like, you, Auntie, you, like, uh, like here, we have Auntie Anne's pretzels. Yeah, like you have a toothpick, yeah. and you just poke the toothpick in the karage, and you eat the chicken. So now... There's a shop in Japan. Uh, one second, let me find the spe- specific name. Screw you, Wetzel's Pretzels. <laughs> I thought it was Wurzel's Pretzels. Nah, man. It doesn't rhyme. No. Oh. You could be right, but screw them even more if it is Wurzel's. <laughs> okay, so it's a fry, It's a karage fried chicken chain in Japan called Tenka... Torimas. So okay. check in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Torimas. Yeah. Uh, hey. And there's a new promotion going on from a creative partner from an idol singer group called uh, Kamen Joshi. Okay, we're slowly getting into more fetishy stuff. Yeah, so uh, it, Kamen Joshi is translated into masked women. It, wait, what? Oh, those ones. I, I've seen those people. Well, common. Common is mask. Oh, mask. I thought you and said masked. No, no. Mask Joshi. Common uh, okay. Kam- Joshi. Yeah, like, I thought you said, like, mast of a, like, the mast of a ship. Oh, no. Masked women. Common uh, Joshi. The idol group Common Joshi. They have a flavor that's being promoted by them called Girls Sweat. Sweat. Great. <laughs> so. so I'd buy that for a dollar. So the article goes on to say, what does girls' sweat taste like? Really, really, really good. Really? Yes. So this sauce, it's a cheese sauce, seasoned seasoned with... Sorry. Okay. Stop right there. Yeah. Because if it's a cheese sauce, like, nobody ever wants to think of females and cheese in any way, shape, or form. Have you been to Alabama lately? <laughs> so, so the thing is, is this is kind of a flavor of mental fortitude. Yeah, right. Uh, you have to realize that it's not actually girls' sweat, but the fact that it's called girls' sweat and maybe tastes like girls' sweat is kind of nasty. But, well, I think that I could probably get past... It, it's weird, because you can either do cheese and not call it girl sweat or you could call it girl sweat and not do cheese okay so so what is it made of uh it's basically made of the cheese as a base seasoned with salt and lemon juice Mm -hmm. so if you think about that that sounds tasty and it also also, when you think about it you're like oh yeah that could be sweat because it's got that sour salty taste yeah but mm-hmm. I can't get past the, the fact that they they want to market something as, like, sexy girls. I don't know if it's supposed to be. I think but it's, here's the... Well, listen, it's, it's, I think it's kind of a I, joke. I know, I know it's supposed to be sweat, but you know what's also salty is the tears. So why isn't this flavor <laughs> called the tears of our enemies? <laughs> well, I don't know. Are, are the... Because are, tears aren't cheesy. <laughs> So you yeah, got, well, it depends on the villain. <laughs> it depends on the movie that you watch. Because you see, the thing is, yeah, uh, um, <laughs> the tears of Ivan News would be very salty and cheesy. Yeah, Ooh. well, because the cheese kind of gives that oily kind of che- texture. Yeah. So you got the the salt and lemon sour flavor with mixed with the oily cheesy sauce flavor. 
Yeah. And that that's sweat. So I guess it tastes good, but then when you remember, well, as you're eating it and you remember it's called girl's sweat, you're just kind of like, mm, uh. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. I I would try it. And see if my mental fortitude I would, would hold up. I would try it as a novelty. That's for sure. <laughs> I would definitely try it as a novelty. I just, just cheese and girl sweat doesn't doesn't do it for me. They're on both on both sides of the coin. I guess great. what I guess what you'll have to do is find a girl and actually get them to sweat and drizzle it on your karage, and then have the girls sweat karage and see how similar they taste. Done. I'll do that. Ugh. <laughs> Sounds, me back here in an hour. That sounds filthy. Ready, break. <laughs> yes, Japan and... And that was Japan's Fetish of the Week! <laughs> Thank you, Gerardo. Thank you, Gerardo, for sending us that very interesting chicken story. <laughs> we didn't even talk about the chicken. We just talked about the... I, it, everybody knows what karaoke is. <laughs> yes, and everybody knows what chicken tastes like. <laughs> That's true. So, I think before we go on to our major news topic that we're going to be talking about yeah. as our Tapagachi, we should probably talk about what we're watching. Yep, we can do that. And I don't know what you guys talked about last episode because I wasn't we here. We basically talked about every single summer anime that's airing. Yeah, so, I figured maybe this is your time, Andrew, to share what you've been watching for the summer. Okay, so here are the shows I love. I love Aho Girl. Mm-hmm. I love Kakiguri. I love New Game Season 2. Yep. Gamers is good. I Wait, oh, just, like, just good? I, I watch it every time it comes out immediately. Yeah. But it's it's not as good as Kakiguri, Aho Girl. No, uh... Because that was my it's pick. It's up there with those. That was my pick for the season. No, I know, and I really like it. Because I, I was thinking about talking about Gamers, but Gamers is kind of, like, going down that weird romancy path that I'm like, eh. Yeah. Karen Tendo is definitely... She's great. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's a great character. She'll she'll be a she'll be a contender in the wikis this year for a contendo. Of, I uh, I mean just the uh, recent episode where you where it's between like before he before she tried to get the guy to join the club and then after she got to try to get the guy to join the club and just how she wakes up each morning and yeah. just how different it is just how funny that was. Yeah. Um. So, so I'm watching, and then, so I love Aho Girl. Aho Girl yes. makes me laugh so hard. Every time they and, come up with new stuff. Well, because that's the thing. I was just like, how could they possibly make an episode that's funny every single time about the same exact joke? Well, they do. Yeah. And, because yes. every episode seems to end with an ultimate punchline that makes you really want to watch the next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been super enjoying Aho Girl. I think it's really, really funny. I think what really amazes me is that the person that's voicing her, the main Aho girl, is the same person who plays Tanya the evil. Oh. And like it sounds like two totally different people. Like yeah. that's how talented she is. So other shows that I'm watching, oh, and and Kakiguri guys, that's the episode that, that's what the the show that I wrote my wicked anime article about. I don't know when that article is going to come out. It might be out. I think uh no, Hopefully. I think Jess needs to write hers still. She does. But, She's uh, having a tough time this season, yeah. which is understandable because you have to sift through a lot of crap. Uh, so Kakaguri is what I wrote about because I absolutely love it. It's so bizarre. And I think the article that I wrote and that will be coming out soon will explain my thoughts on it uh, so perfectly that it you'll love it. Uh, now, the shows that are kind of okay that I'm watching are Centaur's Life, which it's like, it's good, but I don't watch it immediately. 
because it's it's just kind of okay. Mm-hmm. It's kind of boring. And well, it's kind of like when you try to compare it with something like Monster Musume. Like you have high expectations for Monster Girl anime now. I kind of. I guess so, but I kind of don't try to compare shows to other shows just for the fact that I want to give them their their own. Uh, what's the word? I don't know. Just like their their own respect. independent opinion. Yeah, yeah. yeah my like, I don't want to like compare one show to another show because I know they're two completely different shows just based on the same topic. But that's just anime. It's, anime is just like we're gonna recycle the same idea over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Thanks for that. Um, born into another universe. Yeah. Genre. Isike. Um. Is that what the genre is called? Yeah, I think it's called Isike. Which coincidentally, the recent episode of In Another World with my smartphone had me come up with my own idea for an isekai. Oh, yeah? I actually have my own idea for an isekai as well. Really? It's, it's a Yeah, it's a show where some... It's 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 going to be a parody show of the isekai mm-hmm. where somebody, like a young shonen boy from a fantasy world, gets sent to the modern world Oh, instead. that would be great. Uh, I'd watch that. Because it, it would be a straight-up parody, parodying every single thing that we've ever had about kid going to fantasy world. Yeah. You see, mine... Mine, I actually even have a title for it. I have a title for it in English, in Japanese, and in, like, short-form Japanese that all the cool kids are going to shorten it to. <laughs> Please tell me that it's absurdly long. Um, it's a little bit. It's called Watashi no Toka... It's, let me try it again. Watashi no Cho Taikoku wa Komedi no Shiru Desu. Yes, okay. or, yeah, that works. Or Cho Taikome, as it will be known as for short. And in English, it's known as My Superpower is a Comedic Fodder. <laughs> okay. So, so basically so... the idea is this guy gets sent to another alternate universe after dying tragically, but he gets sent down with a superpower. And it's not a superpower that he can choose on his own. He has to choose it from by spinning a big giant wheel that God has, and it had, it's going to land on the one that he's going to have. Well, it lands on a power simply known as Slip. And all it does is he has the power to make anybody trip and fall whenever he wants. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. That actually sounds like it would be really funny. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> so imagine there being like a big, massive boss battle and he just uses slip and the monster just trips, falls, and like goes into a pit of lava. I like to think about how the headless knight, the death knight, was in Kenosuba. Yes. That, it, it would very much be that joke over and over and over and over again. Like, that was really great. Because he was one of the funniest characters to watch. One of the funniest villains, I should say. Yeah. Um, I've actually been re-watching Konosuba with the recent news, and... I should do well, that. I would love to yeah. watch it again. Cabbages. Watching flying cabbages. <laughs> uh, oh, and... Can, can I just go home and go to bed? <laughs> uh, okay, so, and back, back on topic, um, the other show that I think is just kind of okay that I'm watching is fast, uh, fastest fingers first mm-hmm. the quiz show. Yeah. It's like a quiz competition. Yeah. Show. So like there's a, there's a, a club in the school where you take quizzes and you go to the quiz bowl and it kind it's, they're trying to do one of those animes where they're trying to teach you how to do it properly as a competition and how, how it works out in that sort of sense. It's good, but it's kind of not, it's really slow and it kind of sounds like a long, drowned-out episode of The Simpsons. Mm. Like a Lisa-centric episode. A Lisa-centric <laughs> episode. Yeah. And it's the thing that I find really interesting about it 
is the the lead female in the show. So it, it follows a shonen type main character, but his female sidekick character in the show is voiced by a greenhorn voice actress. Like she is just brand new to the to the scene, and you can tell her voice is so underdeveloped. Hmm. Like, her acting skills are very blasé and very run-of-the-mill. Or not not, run of, not even run-of-the-mill, very under par. Yeah. And it actually makes it kind of charming. Hmm. Uh, so if you guys haven't checked it out yet, I would watch it just to hear this girl's voice. She has a very boyish voice, and her infliction when she says stuff is not enough she has a very flat infliction on anything that she needs to say powerfully and doesn't say it powerfully and i think the reason the winner is you (laughs) i think the reason why i'm so interested in this is because i watched the anime girlish number Mm -hmm. and that's what that show was about was about a greenhorn voice actress who wasn't that great but eventually she learned how to do it and we heard the recordings of, like, the first episode that they ever did. Yeah, and, and you know, they were like, oh, this girl's not very good, but we can work with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I, I like I like the amateurness of, of her voice. And I, I don't know if it's just because I'm not, I don't speak Japanese, and I just can't tell the inflictions, but I've seen enough anime where I've never heard anybody speak the way this girl does. And I've definitely never heard her voice in any other animes ever. So it's not even the way that, like, Kana from Dragon Maid was so monotone in the way no, that she no, spoke? No, it's, it's, no. You can tell it's her acting. Yeah. Like, you can tell it's the way her acting is. Yeah. It's very... So, guys, just watch Fastest Fingers first just to hear the main uh, female lead character mm. speak. It's very cool. Yeah, there was one episode where, you know, they were, they are having this lunchtime, and then they introduced a new female character to the show, and she started mooching off the main character's lunch, and she got upset because she uh, she goes, like, I haven't even gotten to eat, eat out of his lunch yet. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, wait, what did I mean by that? But the way she said it was, I haven't even gotten any, to eat his lunch yet, in that kind of voice and i was just like ooh. so now- it's like the um sounds like like rock lee but like the english dub version of rock lee <laughs> Ch- just just watch it you guys you guys will hear it i think it's i think it's pretty cool i think yeah. it's pretty cool yep um so i uh i got two things that i want to mention one i checked out netizo trap ntr okay. okay and it the first episode. I only watched the first episode because that was enough for me. Um, it's the exact definition of a classic NTR. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who don't know what NTR is, Netorare. Yeah, it's a show or it's a genre. We talked about this on the last episode. I know. Yes, we talked a little bit about this. I'm just but gonna, I'm you just didn't. Quickly... You didn't go with what I told you. You had to watch like the next episode following it because that's when you're starting to realize. This is why they're going this route. This is why she's acting that way. I understand that, but the from the first episode alone, the concept of it is classic NTR and the fact that the girl with pink hair actually has a really decent relate and cute romantic relationship with this boy, and then this other girl who's been her best friend is legitimately like, nope, guess what? I'm ruining that. And I don't know. Um, 
I, I do want to, you know, slip back into it because the episodes are short, so it's not that hard to watch, and it kind of lets me talk about something cringeworthy on this show. So that's like, look, look, look. If I got this, if I had to sit through seven mortal sins, I think you have to sit through a really bad show. I was le- legitimately, yeah. Why did you c- sit through seven? Mortal I was sins? legitimately <laughs> considering that. By the way, I'm gonna. Uh, Evan wrote a great article about it. If you didn't see it on our Facebook page, you should check it out. I'll put that in the description as well. Thank you. That's um, so funny that you did that, Evan. Yeah. Well, the reason why I did it is because, you know, I'm pretty sure that my readers might be sick and tired of me praising stuff all the time. <laughs> yeah. Because um, that, that's the thing, because there's a lot of really good anime out there that I watch. So what would happen if I sat down and watched a really bad one for the sake of my readers? And this is what happened. And this is what broke me, which I, is why I'm getting away to L.A. for a week after this. <laughs> oh, that's the reason? Yeah, that's the reason. That's I, the exact reason. I actually didn't even really know that Seven Mortal Sins was a thing that came out. Yep. Is it a harem? No. It's like a battle anime. It's it? basically Paradise Lost with softcore porn. <laughs> Paradise Lost. The classic uh, tale from the 15th century about the... About Angel falling down to hell and trying to work it, work his way back up. Okay. <laughs> um, the <sighs> other, I'm an English major. I know more about this stuff. <laughs> the, Not um, by choice. The other thing that I checked out was 18 If, okay. um, which I didn't realize was based off of a video game. It's actually a brand new video game. Yeah, and the animation is weird. It's not that impressive in any way, but at the same time, there's it's, they try to do impressive things, like on a large scale. Um, interesting story. I really like the uh, uh, Hakase uh, character, the Professor Cat. Yeah. He's cool. And lastly, the last thing that I want to hit is that I'm all caught up on uh, My Hero Academia. Yeah, there's from the manga. There's no way that I could possibly read farther into My Hero Academia at this point because... Unless you steal it on Unless the I steal it, which I'm not going to do. Um, I Volume 9 of the manga came out last Tuesday, and I read it in a day. And th- this is well into Season 3. Uh, the the material that is out and available for My Hero Academia at this moment is well into season three of the show. Maybe even the beginning of season four. I don't know, but it is great. It is so much fun to read. I'll probably end up reading it once season two is over, and you start getting that itch. Yeah, because like, I'm gonna be like, I don't think I can finish it there. Like yeah. it's like knowing that there's already more out, I should just read it. Yeah, and so. Volume 9 came out last week, and then Volume 10 doesn't come out until November 7th. I already bought it, and Amazon is selling it right now for $7 so as a pre-order price. So I, I already bought it on Amazon. Um, cool. But if you get the chance, if you're itching for My Hero Academia, pick up the manga, because it is great. That's it for me. Evan, what are you watching? Um, Anything so- new? Um, I wouldn't. Nothing really new that I that we talked about last week because I'm basically watching all the same stuff that I mentioned beforehand. But I will say, like the day of the week that I look forward to the most now is Tuesday because with Tuesday you have, as you mentioned, Aho Girl. Yep. You have Sude Dore Children. Mm, yeah, that we one's have, really good. We have uh, season two of New Game. Yes, and uh, we have. In another world of my smartphone, which I did talk about a little bit briefly, 
it's, you know, it's nothing really too special in regards to the ECK genre, but there are little things about the show that make it enjoyable and watchable. Is it, it's not fan service trash? It's not fan service trash. I mean, they, act, they actually make a joke about that. Yeah. In a cup in one of the episodes. But the thing that I look forward to most, and I did touch about this, and it's something that I think is going to show up in the article when it gets published, is Magical Circle Guru Guru. Mm-hmm. That's a show that, and I've never, it's been a long time since I've done this with any anime. I watch it twice in a week. I watch a new episode twice because it's one of those series where you're not going to get all the jokes mm-hmm. in the first viewing because there's so much humor that's thrown in at you. And what I love about the show, too, is that it sticks to its original 90s tropes and visual style. And it looks it looks exactly like a show that would have come out in the 90s, but just looking a little bit brighter here and there. They don't update the look of the characters, so they look like something from 2010. Mm-hmm. It all feels nice and classic. Hmm. Well, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about it, but the uh, the new episode of Konosuba that came out. Oh, the OVA? Yeah. The OVA. That's yeah, right. I forgot it. about that. If you guys aren't aware, there's a new OVA of uh, Konosuba that came out, and you should watch it if you can find it, because it's absolutely amazing. It is. It's just a constant reminder of why I love the show in the first place and why Megaman is the best girl. I mean, her reaction to the giant robot golem. Oh my god, it's so cute. Can I keep it? I promise I'll take him out for walks. Yeah. It it was it was so good. And it was like a continuation of the story too. It was like an essential episode almost. Mm-hmm. Almost, yeah. Well, considering what you find out about the uh the person who's uh was the king. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah oh my god yeah <laughs> um yeah no it was it was really we can't we can't really talk about it too much because we don't want to spoil anything yeah. but watching it legitimately put me in a good mood for the whole day yeah, yeah. i would i would definitely say if you can find it definitely watch mm-hmm. it i i just kind of want to before we move on i just kind of want to say that boruto is still absolutely awesome mm. there were agreed a couple, there were a couple filler episodes there were a couple great, slow though. episodes about characters that you don't care about but it's only like one or two Mm. And can you skip them? Uh, can I skip them? I wouldn't. No, I, I no, would watch just them. in case. Just yeah, I wouldn't skip them just in case. Just know that the episodes that follow are really, really good. Yeah, because uh, um, one of the episodes that was a filler after those two episodes was about Serata, so it was actually really good. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. And then the episode after that was about an OVA, or uh, I'm sorry, a one shot manga 
chapter that we never got here in the United States. Ah. They just animated it. So that was really nice to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it also, and then that was the first half of the episode. And the next half of the episode was about the parents. And I was like, oh, if we could get more episodes about the parents interacting with their children, that would be fantastic because that's really cool. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And then the next coming episodes of Boruto are going to be the uh, manga that we got, uh, the last uh, Masashi Kishimoto mm-hmm. manga from about Boruto yeah. before it switched over to the other artist. Yep. Uh, and it's the one about Serata going to look for Sasuke. Mm. And I can't wait, because it was really good. You actually bring up a really good point about original animation, because you were talking about the one shot that we never got here yep. in the States. Well, there's a... The next episode of My Hero Academia that's coming out was actually never in the manga. Really? Yeah, it's, yeah, an, it's original. an original episode. In it's fact, a... they make a mention of that in like the episode preview. Hey guys, this is something that has never been animated before and has never been shown in the manga. It's just a nice little backstory about some of the things that happened with all the other characters as this was going on. Yeah, it shows, it's like going to be a half hour episode of what everybody else is doing at their internships. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's, it seems like Sue is going to be the main the main focus in it. Sue? Yeah, huh. uh, which okay. I would have... Hope for Uraraka, but we got... I really like Sue. We really yeah, got... Sue's a good character. Yes, but Uraraka is best girl. <laughs> but we did get a we lot know. of her... We did get a lot of her um, in the sequence of, you know, doing the internship thing because Gunhead... Like, she... I, I think it's so funny how she's so obsessed, how gu- she thinks Gunhead is really cute. Yeah, adorable. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a fan of pretty much all the female characters in... My Hero Academia, they're all pretty and I, Yeah, awesome. I think it's a good yeah. move for them to do this, too, because seeing that I've read the manga, we're about to move on to another arc. arc, and I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to time it out so that the arc, or so the season is going to end in an appropriate place. Okay. If yeah. they kept going with episodes, they were like, oh crap, we need... We, we don't have enough uh, episodes. Either we're going to create really long, drawn-out, boring episodes, or we can create an original episode that can fill that space and we can tighten it up a little bit. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's going to be interesting, especially because I've never seen it before. I've read all the manga, but now I get to see something new. Yep. So, Yay. there you go. You know? Cool. So, was that cool. what we're watching? That was what we're watching. Yes. Awesome. And now it is time to move on to our Tapagachi, which brings us back to the news. So, News Beltran, you get another ring. <laughs> Must be tired. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about Sony. Sony and Funimation merging, hopefully not hostile takeover. Yeah, no, it doesn't sound like a merge, technically. Yeah, it, it sounds, sounds like a buyout. Like, it sounds like Sony bought Funimation. Well, they they now own ninety five percent of the company, which and is owns the other five. Terrible ninety five percent Sony. That's so bad. It's well, we don't know that yet. We it's scary. It's not it's scary, bad. but from what Funimation is saying, it's going to be business as usual with them. That's what Funimation is is told to say because they only own five percent of their company. <laughs> yeah. They only have 5% say in what the media says. So Sony's going to tell Funimation to say whatever they want them to say. Well, I'm going to LA anyway this coming week, so I guess maybe I should stop by and give them a talking to. You should. (laughs) Um, You're going to change the world, Evan. So so here's my perspective on it. Um, When you have... I'm not going to say that Funimation is a small indie company, but when you have such a niche 
audience and interests like anime. Yep. Uh, Funimation is not considered a huge corporation company. Now, Sony is a corporation. And you never, ever, ever want corporations to own the things you love. It's it's pretty dangerous. And yes, I know me and Evan had a, have had a discussion about you know how Warner Brother Warner Brothers owns or has a stake in Viz Media. Yep, which and every, is true. Yeah, and everything that Viz releases has a WB tag on it, and that's totally cool. But I love Warner Brothers. I don't trust Sony. Yeah. Um, Think of what Sony has given us recently, Spider Man. Because no, because see, the thing is, is Sony is so much more than an entertainment thing. They own so you don't have Warner Brothers TVs. Like Warner Brothers is an entertainment thing. Sony produces. Right. They don't create. Warner Brothers creates. Yep. They have they have DC Comics. They have uh, you know Bugs Bunny. They have uh, their own movie studio. They've been in the animation game for a long time. Sony has an animation studio and they make movies, but Sony owns so much more. Mm -hmm. They create products. They create... They sell. Yeah. Sony sells. I don't know how I feel about them owning 95% of an anime company. Mm -hmm. Because it's going to basically bring it to that. They're going to sell us stuff. They're going to sell us anime that, like, will we see more anime and highly produced things? Sure. Are we going to see uh, Sony using everybody that they want to use and not the people that Funimation used to use? Maybe. Uh, I just, I'm I'm very afraid for it because I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah, I'm on the Funimation FAQ right now. Uh, to see what Funimation has, and they say one of the major questions is what does this mean for your products and services? And it says Funimation remains committed to making our physical and digital products as accessible to fans as possible, and we have no plans to change pricing and placement of our physical or digital products. Funimation now will remain the same price and will be available in all of its current territories. I mean, that's encouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not. It's a, it also says that there's not going to be any impact on simul dubs or home video releases or theatrical schedules i'll keep reading this if we want to keep going so so the thing that so the thing that scares me is that they even need to release an faq for for this because people are asking so well they did this well they did this too when crunchyroll and funimation teamed up last year right but that's different funimation and crunchyroll teaming together is awesome because they're fans. Like, everybody who created, like, um, uh, Gen uh, Fukunaga, the CEO of Funimation, started Funimation because he freaking loves anime. Sony is buying Funimation because, because anime is topical. Because anime is trending. It's yeah. hashtag trending. Like, seriously. Yeah. Toonami trends every single Saturday. They know what's going on. Not to mention that Funimation... Has the own has you know the the license to Dragon Ball Z? Yep. They have One Piece. They have My Hero Academia. They have like all the really big shows that are under the anime umbrella. Yep. And so it would have been. So of course Sony would be like, I kind of want a piece of that. It's it's really kind of freaky too because we were literally just talking, like ha- having a conversation in the same room with Christopher Chris Sabat and. I think that this whole thing was going on during that time, but he obviously couldn't talk to us about it. 
it's it's really weird to think that a company that I don't he has a huge stake in Funimation, right? He was one of the he was one of the founders. Well, his um, they use his studio a lot to record all the dubs. That's, that's what it is. It's Ocatron Five Thousand. Yeah, that's what it is. He owns a studio that dubs for Funimation. That's what it is. Not mm-hmm. not Funimation itself. Um. So, but he's a major part of Funimation. So, and that's kind of the question, right? Is are we going to be getting Sony voice actors now, or is Sony does Sony have enough? intelligence to go back to these other voice acting studios that we've been that are familiar with this and you know use chris sabat's help and use chris sabat's studio and use his voice actors and his voice talent you just said like there i don't think there is such a thing as a sony voice actor right yeah but they do have the money to do it if they wanted to they do, but they might want to save money, hence why they are going to want to just stick with what's already been made available. I, I hope mean, so. do you, I mean, do you want to like imagine how pissed off the world will be if they like announce that Dragon Ball Super is getting a new dub and Sean Shimo's no longer Goku, Chris <laughs> Sabat is no longer half the characters on Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> I, I, there would be so much see, weeb rage. Yeah, see, there I would be weeb rage, and they and after seeing what happened with Ghost in the Shell and that flopping here in America, I think they want to avoid that. Yeah, and they know so. to avoid that. And, and I don't think that anything like that would happen. I just think that because this is new to us, and because a corporation is owning a thing we love, we don't know how to respond. to We're this. kind of defensive. We're very defensive. Which is, underst- which is understandable. Because Funimation and Crunchyroll, that whole merge was very cordial. This was just like, hey, Sony owns 95%. Funimation only has 5% of whatever they own left. Yeah. And that's that, to me, sounds like Sony approached them and said, hey, we're going to buy you out. Yep. Um, it's also worth mentioning, too, because it's I found it in this Forbes article that uh, this transaction is much different than Sony Music Entertainment owning Aniplex. They, right. It's not the same thing. Sony o- owning Funimation is not the same thing as Sony owning Aniplex, according to this Forbes article. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it says, in comparison, Funimation itself is a streaming platform for anime, so the new deal hits right at the point of access for most Western anime fans. Um, now... We might get a faster turnaround and stuff, though. Like, see, the the good things that will come out of this is we might get a faster turnaround for anime coming out. Faster yes. dubs. We get more faster releasing because licensing can be purchased with more bigger bucks. Right. Um, yeah, more dubs, which I don't really care about because I like subs, but I also like dubs. Nothing could happen at all. Like if you think about it, for for one thing, if you wanna if you wanna think super positively about it, nothing could happen at all. Funimation could continue doing exactly what they're doing, and um, and Sony could just reap the benefits of. That's of not that's not a five percent ownership. Though. Letting them pull in all the yeah, they get ninety five percent of the profits. See, well, see, the thing is, is I want to know what the five percent is that is owned. Yeah. There's... Um, like, Gen could probably have, like, final say on everything, uh-huh. since it's still his... Te- I know it's Sony-owned, but he's still the head of Funimation. 
I don't know if that's how it works, because uh, usually it's the person with the bigger percentage has the final say. Right. Um, that's that's the way that business works. Well, if is, you're going to be splitting ninety five percent of the um, of the of Funimation throughout all of Sony Pictures Television, it's probably going to go to like hundreds of different people, which will probably mean that Gen will still have the highest percentage. Right, because because uh, we've actually had have familiarity with this when we when we used to live in Florida, we knew a business. I don't know if I can openly talk about this, but I just know percentages where somebody one of our friends owned a business and then they had a second business. Well, that second business was fifty five percent owned by him and forty five percent owned by somebody who was funding it. Uh, and the reason why he had 55% was so that he could have that extra edge over them so that he could have the final say on all the, all the decisions. Mm. And so that's, that's why that example specifically is why a 95, 5% split is so scary to me. Right. Because I don't, I don't know what that 5% is and 5% as opposed to 95% is a huge gap. A very massive gap to where Sony could say, hey, Funimation, like 5% could possibly be the fact that Funimation is still a name on the box. That's it. That could be that 5% is that Funimation still gets to be printed on the box and not Sony. Mm -hmm. Here's here's another thing, too, that's a part of it. Uh, I found this in a Variety article. With Sony Pictures Television Network's deal, Chairman John A. Cubes will depart from Funimation. Cubes said that in a joint statement with lead investor Doug Deanson, uh, we believe Sony, Gen, and his team are uniquely positioned to lead Funimation and its fans into an exciting and entertaining future. So the chairman of, of Funimation left to be over this deal. Jeez. <laughs> uh, that's kind of scary, and that's such a blunt statement. That we believe Sony. Oops, sorry. Uh, <laughs> that we believe Sony and this team are going are going to lead it, this into good places. But I'm not going to be a part of it. Yeah, that's that's a scary statement. And because the thing is too, I think it might it may come down to money because Funimation didn't make a lot of money on what they did. They made a lot of money to keep their studio alive and to make new licenses. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the right. way that the anime industry works. So when you see a figure like 143 million dollar buyout from sony that's a lot of money mm-hmm. so but it's not as much as i thought it was like, yeah I, I i would have assumed that you know funimation was like a 500 million dollar company considering not just dvd sales but streaming sales you know subscription sales and merch as well yeah so here's the thing was there something that we didn't know about funimation was it tanking yeah and was did, funimation tanking and did and did sony buy them out of their hole of $143 million and say, hey, we'll buy we'll buy you out and we'll save you. That's the other thing, too. That's why it could be so cheap because they weren't worth that much. They were That's worth a possibility. Their, they it's, were a, worth, it's, a high, it's a very high possibility. Because they were worth their debt and now Sony owns, the, owns them over that debt. Because what if the merger between Crunchyroll and Funimation is sinking Funimation because all those funds are going to Crunchyroll? Or what if they they merged with Crunchyroll because again Funimation wasn't making the money they were trying they were going to make by uh beforehand before merging with someone because they because they knew that Crunchyroll streaming service was better than Funimation streaming service 
Could that really be a thing? Like, how could that be held so quietly? This though? is all speculation, right? This that's the right. only. Uh, that's we, the only thing that I'm saying is yeah. that I feel I think, like that I we think would it's know more that. from our own personal experience with using the Funimation website and the Cruncher website and seeing the vast difference in quality between one streaming and the other streaming. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, this is all speculation. We don't know, but these are very real, very high possibilities. Yep. Because, uh. because we know this stuff. Like, this is, we know how business works, and we know how the animation industry works, and we know how companies work. We've, I've been in a company where we've merged with yep. another company, mm-hmm. and it's not always nice. I can imagine. And people, yeah, and people in the middle are sometimes caught in the middle of funk arguments. Mm-hmm. So it's it's different. It's it's mm-hmm. so I this is again all speculation and we as fans are just scared for the medium that we like. Sony could do a fantastic job and it could be filled with a bunch of weebs. We don't know. Yeah. But the likelihood is it's filled with a bunch of guys in suits. Yep. And they know that anime uh, anime is hashtag anime trending. Keep in mind, too, that Sony also has licensing to a couple other anime that I think hasn't been used as much. You have, they have Blood, you know, Blood Plus. They have the license for that. They have the license from the 2003 Astro Boy anime. They also have a lot of Satoshi Kon's movies. So this merger could actually maybe help bring those licenses back to the forefront and yes. bring it to those nostalgic fans that miss watching those shows. Yeah, I actually and movies. I actually have my two Blood Plus DVD box sets here back from the early two thousands that I bought for a lot of money because they were really expensive two hundred dollars. Um, <laughs> uh, came with a hat. It did. It came with a hat <laughs> and 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 a, and a shirt, and it was really cool. But the shirt was too small for me. Um, it'll probably be $60 now if it was to be re-released by Funimation. Yeah. And, and the thing is it, it does in fact have a Sony tag on it on, on the two box sets that I bought, but I I also have to remember, I bought those two box sets for $200. Are we still going to get $200 animes now from, from Sony? We don't know. I, well, that's what I'm thinking is going to happen with. With, like, if they were able to give these licenses to Funimation, I think it'd be a lot cheaper, and therefore, more people will buy it. They'll see a much bigger profit today from buying these sorts of, from, like, a Blood Plus box set than they did 15 years ago. Because keep in mind, way back when, when Blood Plus first aired, it was $30 for four-episode DVD. Yeah, and... (laughs) It's alright, Jonathan and I have Blood Plus recorded on VHS... Yeah, <laughs> all of it. <laughs> <laughs> like right so, now, like if you were to buy like a uh, like a hundred twenty dollar box set for uh, from let's say okay, I'll use the recent example because I just pre ordered the box set for Squid Girl. Yep, which okay. Sentai Filmworks is is releasing. I love the show. It was I thought it was really funny. It was it's so the box set comes with the twenty four main episodes, three OVAs, a sticker pack. Um, two art books and a certificate of donation that you helped that because every box set that's bought is gone is going to go to like helping with the environment. Mm. That's cool. Specifically with the oceans. And there's a few other things too that I can't remember off the top of my head, but there is a lot that's in this box set that is worth that $120. Yeah. Hashtag Back then when books. you bought your Blood Plus... What was, what did you get? Just what was in the bo- 
Blood Plus box set that you had from 15 years ago? Uh, the first half of the series, so 25 episodes. Okay. Um, a t-shirt, a hat, and I, well, and I think that's it. That was, um... Which, so that to was, be fair, t-shirts and hats could be made really cheaply. Yeah, and, um, and so that, this was an embroidered hat, though. I still have it. Not um, if you buy it at Hot Topic, it's like 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was the first half. That was probably about $100, and then another $100 for the second box set. And the second box set came with nothing. Yeah. It was just, it was just the next, the last 50 episodes, or, uh, it's just really like 55 episodes. Yeah. Uh, 30 episodes or so. Anime has subsequently gotten much cheaper than it has was back in the day. Like unless you're Anaplex, unless you're Anaplex. Oh, come on, Anaplex! Get with the times. Owned by Sony. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's different. I hope so. It's different as variety. Man, I, I mean, think to... about this. Maybe that could be also a positive. Maybe they can. Maybe the Anaplex could make a deal with Funimation to release, like maybe like bare bones Blu-rays of like. Kill a kill the complete season. I would love for like that. Forty dollars or fifty dollars. Yeah. According w- to the Funimation Q and A, it doesn't seem like anything is going to be touched for from now a- from from Aniplex, right? In this deal, which right. sucks because I really want Bakimonogatari. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I-, I want Bakimonogatari. I want any- Psychono. You have it on Crunchyroll. Yeah, I know, but I want Psychono. Yeah. Um, like on DVD, I want. I want, I want, have I want Kill a Kill. I want Erased. I want I want the the recent season of WWW working because I thought that was really funny. Uh, before this before this unravels into a whole n- a, a new other Anaplex, I, why are you so expensive? Our <laughs> discussion today well, on Anaplex, we hate you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to actually make the quick point that this could even probably lead to seeing more anime on television too. Yes. Well, yeah, because the deal is specifically with the Sony TV network, isn't it? Right. Like, specifically, think of, like, maybe if it got into network television. I mean, Friday nights and Saturday nights on television aren't really used for anything save for reruns and shitty reality. They could probably do, they could probably put anime at those time slots, get some, get a little bit better ratings during that time, and not even have to spend as much money as if they were to create a new show or a reality series. Yeah, the problem with that, though, is they've tried that in the past. Uh, granted, anime and nerd culture altogether is a lot more popular now than it was back when we had Toonami on Cartoon Network, for one, but also things like Anna Monday on Sci-Fi. Sci-Fi right. had another anime block at one point. Um, I mean... Well, the but, thing like, is that that's be- the reason why it failed was because number one, it wasn't pushed out as much as Toonami is constantly on Cartoon Network, and number two, it's a a midnight slot. Yeah. Midnight slots are where shows go to die. I'm talking more of like eight p.m. to ten p.m. Then, like an anime comedy time slot, on like say like CBS. Or yeah. something like that. Uh, that's when uh, that's when Naruto used to be on. Was like that eight a uh, like seven thirty on Toonami though. On Toonami, we're talking yeah. network TV, like an actual legit television. I'm I'm like to sound like that Cartoon Network's not a legit television station. It is, but I'm saying like one of the main 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 yeah. like, like forays so, of television. Something that everyone has access. Yeah, to. like a prime exactly. time night, like a like you know Saturday, Thursday nights is comedy night. We watch we watch Community. You yeah, know, so. I gotta say though, right. I I don't see that happening. I don't see anime going onto the high def blocks with you know Family Guy and 
Um, mm-hmm. What are they playing? King of the Hill. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. You know, like, when a new family guy comes out, I don't foresee, you know, them playing a race on TV afterwards or anything like that. It just, it seems too weird, and I think that the regular TV viewing public would also find that too weird. I guess we'll have to see. We will have um, to see. Yeah. So. They could always try Sergeant Frog. Yeah, they could. Something like that, but it I it's going to take a lot for people to get on board because I mean, I even remember thinking it was weird to see anime on Cartoon Network where cartoons are supposed to be played. Yeah. You know? So. But That's true. I think that's as as far as we can take this topic before we unravel into craziness. Yeah, until people think that we're just a bunch of haters. Dab on the we're haters. We're not. Dab on those haters. <laughs> Hashtag dab on the haters. Don't do that. We're, we're, Wicked Anime does not do that. <laughs> Don't condone dabbing. Um, cool. So, we have. do we have some fan service? Yes, we do. Yep. We, we have a little have bit some. of fan service. <laughs> Go ahead, Evan. So... One of the things is we have to first apologize because it, when we were talking about who sent us Bible Black, I mentioned it was Gerardo. Gerardo, well, turned, did, Gerardo did send us Bible Black. It's who requested that. Oh, we, who requested it. Okay. Yeah. So Keto Black was the one who requested it. Yeah. So first off, that's our bad, our fault. So Keto Black. Keto. Yeah. <laughs> Keto. So for my wife who watched Bible Black, I chose Imari. But I specifically said before Imari grew up, you know. A schlong. A, a non-female member. A non-female member. <laughs> so, Keto Black... Spoilers, uh, I haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, Keto Black said, Side note, Evan, how can you even say pre-Futa Imari? That's the best part of the show when she's in the basement. It's like skipping a high-class desert. Desert? Desert. See, I'm reading it as it said. He says high class <laughs> desert for a bag of whack potato chips. Hey, listen, man. Vegas is a very high class desert. It's not wrong. <laughs> I don't All right. know about that. It's it's kind of it's. I, I would say. Well, okay. Well, I would no, say no, that no, no, Ve- no, no, no. I'm saying, would you rather spend your time in Vegas or the Sahara? I don't know. Vegas sounds like a fooder to me. <laughs> it probably is but i yeah, want to respond it's like do you want to spend your time in a desert or with a fuda and then it's just like uh or like like you're like a highly erotic rapey fuda you know like, <laughs> which is bible black yeah so and that, vegas. that that's vegas yeah. <laughs> so that's why they always say what happens in vegas stays in vegas oh boy the are coming <laughs> Yeah. All right. So ooh, I want to respond ooh. to Keto, and you know, thank you for. <laughs> I wanted to want to respond to him about why I chose pre and not the main version, because here's the thing, and this is going to shock a lot of people. It, it, a lot of people. It's going to be highly controversial what I'm about to say. Okay. You right. see, with me, I tend to prefer my women to not have penises. Oh. Oh. Revolutionary man here. Yes, revolutionary. Yes, <laughs> that that's why I went for with pre, not with main. Futa don't worry, Imari. don't worry, guys. Uh, we've discussed it many times on the show. We do not knock anybody's fetishes. All fetishes are accepted here on Wicked Anime. Uh, well, to an extent. <laughs> to an extent. D- yeah, yes. not, we just won't talk about it. Yeah, we just won't talk about it. So just don't, don't, don't 
don't tell us to talk about fetishes. We won't. Uh, we'll do that at our yes, own we discretion. Well, no, <laughs> right. we'll do that on our own discretion. <laughs> right, right. But that's why that's why keto because I prefer my women to not have a <laughs> python between two boulders staring at me. <laughs> Riveting. <laughs> Riveting. Yes, I must write a book about this. The man who doesn't like women with penises. So I'm going to go on Oprah and talk about this. It's every, every time you message us, it's always an adventure. So keep messaging us. (laughs) (laughs) And, and I still have to somehow finish my adventure of making my way through Bible black as a, uh, that, that adventure that I'm going on of let's see, let's watch Bible black as if it were a legit anime and not a hentai. You know, and, and, and reviewing it as such. Yeah. So, we'll see. Cool. Is that yeah. all we had for fan service? I think it might be. Because we didn't get any, we didn't get any uh, emails, and Facebook was pretty, pretty slow. Uh, but that's okay, because that gives us enough time to make a short episode for you short guys. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, get this editing going. <laughs> so, do we want to move on to some shameless plugs? Uh, yeah. So, if you guys have, and I'm sure you guys have your opinions about Sony, but if you guys have opinions about Sony or anything else that we talked about on the show today, you can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. All one word. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where, you know, we post this podcast that you may be listening to, some what? news stories, uh, events that are coming up, maybe videos when they come out. I know, Jonathan, you're in the midst of editing some more. Yeah, I'm uh, currently editing some a snack video, which, guy, I, I don't know why, but snack videos are really hard to edit. Like, oh, you're doing a snack video? That's pretty cool. I'm doing the uh, another anime convention snack video, oh, yeah, which happened was... almost a year ago now. Oof. And then I'm also... They're kind of wor- timeless. It's yeah, fine. and then I'm also working on... Um, Granted, my facial hair and my haircut is not timeless. That, yeah, so. no. Part two of uh, Victoria's... Horror yeah. games is is underway, which you guys really love the first one. Yeah, so. but I'm really hoping to to get a move on uh, anime Boston. Yeah, the anime Boston floor coverage that's gonna be fun. Yeah, hope so. But I need to offload all of the other footage from that and everything. There's a ton of footage. There's hours. I know There's we at s- least eight hours of footage. We s- we even through. got a message from the guy who won. Uh, who cringed last? Who's just like, hey, where's my interview video with with you guys? Yeah, we have to finish some stuff first so. yeah sorry about that <laughs> it'll happen so uh so speaking of videos you can find those at youtube.com slash wicked anime uh oh sorry youtube.com slash wicked anime reviews uh where you can also find the videos at nerdyshow.com slash wicked anime which you're probably listening to this podcast right now on if you're not listening to it at soundcloud soundcloud <laughs> soundcloud uh, or iTunes. Yeah, or Audio Boom if SoundCloud doesn't exist anymore. Oh, yeah. And then you have Stitcher and Google Play and Podchaser, which is brand new. You should check out Podchaser. Uh, you have beta keys to access to. If you use Nerdy or Nerdy Show, then you can gain access to Podchasers where you can f- search any podcast at all. This is before it becomes full-time. Yep. 
Because um, right now it's in it's, beta. It's almost out of beta. Is it? It's almost time to be out of beta, and there's going to be a mobile version of it. It's only a desktop version right now, but there will be a mobile version when it's fully released. Yeah, and I will go on the record saying that I have used Stitcher mm-hmm. for podcasts, and it's good. Yeah. I actually really enjoy Stitcher. It keeps track of your podcast no matter when you close it and open it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That's good, because SoundCloud has been messing up. Yeah, SoundCloud messes up a lot. <laughs> uh, they might be going sometime soon, let's just put it that way. That's why we're mentioning all these other places you can go to. And, of course, you can find us at all the social medias. You can find us at Twitter and tweet us at Yo Wicked Anime. And you can find us on Tumblr at tumblr.wickedanime.tumblr.com. And you can find us at twitch.tv.com at Wicked Anna Play. Go ahead, Evan. You can do your thing. All right. So for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bastard Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any comments, questions, if you're in a band and want to be featured on our No Borders, No Race podcast, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can follow me on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com, on the J-pop, anime, and video games amino pages at kingbaby.esh, on Twitter at kingbaby.esh as well, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash omnistryinc. Like us on facebook.com slash bostonbastardbrigade and facebook.com slash landofesh. And don't forget about all the other sites under the Land of Esh, including the Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Recap and Review, Smash Rook, and Nerd Crave. The next event that I'll probably be at will be the Boston Festival of Indie Games. Me and Derek will be heading that Saturday, checking out all the really cool upcoming indie video games and tabletop titles that are going to be coming out. And then, hopefully in October, we'll also be at another anime convention again. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know if I will be. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to be either. Um... I hope to be. Okay, so if that is it for our shameless plugs, I would like to hear what people have to weigh in on the Sony thing. And if we're overreacting, if we're just far off the record of or overstepping our bounds as to what we're talking about in or this situation. If, or if somebody from Sony is listening and they're just like, no, guys, you have it all wrong. Yeah, come on to our show and let us know and then sponsor us. Yeah, please give us free oh, stuff. But you can't own ninety five percent. We will. We will do forty nine percent, and that's it. That's the highest we will go. That's the highest we will go for yes. one point one. No, for one hundred forty three million dollars. One hundred forty three million dollars, because that's how much we're worth. We found out it's true, um, and we know you have it. And yes, so <laughs> we're your guys. If you if you need us to say, hey guys, this is what you can find on Funimation. Because I know Funimation doesn't have any promoters over there. That's a lie. Um, <laughs> uh, we, we'll I, make I, I sure get another here. emoji movie never happens again. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got to get out of here before we start more fires than we can put out. So, <laughs> so until next time, we will uh, we, we will be back here. Same anime time, same anime place. Time to off the only way we know how. K-Bye!
And everybody knows what chicken tastes like. <laughs> that's true. Oh, Except yeah. for chickens. Well, no, actually, that's not true. I suppose that any cockbite chickens would know what chicken tastes like. Ooh. I'm pretty sure there are cannibalistic chickens out there. <laughs> Maybe. I wonder. Do you think that there are other animals that, that like, enjoy the taste of, like, like Dr. Hannibal Lecter, but as other animals? Uh, I think so. Mm-hmm. I, I think pigs are known to, or specifically boars are known to be cannibalistic. Think about all, like, all the hamsters, and when they're born, the father tries to eat some of the hamster babies. Doc, Dr. Hannibal Lecter? Ah, <laughs> it's Hamtaro time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 